Okay, hello everybody, and welcome to Paper Cut. With your favorite pair of pretty besties, Aishana and Sephora. And today, we have a guest, so it's from our trailer. Uh, if you if you listen to our trailer, you would know that we have Daniel, yay! Yeah! Woo, I'm here! Woo! Yeah, I'm just, okay. I'm just Daniel this time around. My eye is no longer capital. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, we have a guest, and this is going to be a true crime episode. So, our crime is going to be... About Ellen Boham. And yeah. she's also known as, like, Mommy's Little Moneymakers. Uh, that's, that's like, you'll find out why that's the title of the episode. But yeah. yeah, so basically how it starts off is Ellen, she's, she's a middle-aged woman, okay, wait, wait, and... Wait. Wait. Okay, Daniel, what do you think this, like, Ellen's Oh, all yeah. About? Yeah, we should ask him. Uh, well, she's a serial killer, I believe. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. She probably sat, like, you know, few people, you know. People? Okay. Okay. People. <clears throat> yeah. I mean... Uh, but, um, you're quite off, but, yeah. Ah. Okay, but, you know, it was close enough. He did mm-hmm. say that she was a killer, so, um... You're kind yeah. of on track. So, basically, so Ellen, she's, like, she's a single mom right now, and she's, like, a middle-aged woman, and it's a normal day. And so Ellen, she had a daughter named Stacy, and Stacy, she was eight years old. And so Stacy is not her real name, but the rest of the names that we do mention are her real name. But the reason Stacy isn't a real name is because she's, like, a minor, and, like, it's, well, you'll find out why. It's, she's just being protected. So... She ha- she has a brother. Stacy has a brother called Steven and he was around 4 at the time. And Steven's in bed and Stacy she is um having a bath, okay? Ellen, she's a single mom and she's she came home from from grocery shopping and she's unpacking the grocery and she's like, "You know what? Being a single mom is hard." And kids, kids, they're, they're pretty hard to take care of. So she goes upstairs to where Stacy was taking a bath, and she takes her blow dryer, um, and just plugs it in and drops it. <laughs> just like that. Yep. Uh. So during this, uh, Stacy's eyes are closed because she was washing her face, and like when you're eight, the last thing you want is soap in your eyes. That's the only thing you care about, right? And she yeah. drops the hairdryer in, and Stacy is in, like, so much pain. Like, she just got electrocuted. That's how... So, just imagine that. And so, Stacy, I don't know how. She's eight years old, but she somehow, somehow, she was able to take the hairdryer, turn it off, and throw it out of the tub. And Ellen, she thought Stacy would die, and Ellen's like, oh, shoot. Now, Stacy, she has blood dripping down her mouth. And at that moment, to make everything worse, Stephen, he gets up and he goes to the bathroom. And he sees Ellen standing there. Stacy is in so much pain. And Stephen, okay, he was only four, but, you know, he was still like, okay, what the frick? Yeah, and because like, um, Stacy at this point, she's, like, crying her eyes out. Yeah. No? That's one very resilient child. I know, right? 
Okay, so um, Alan's like, oh my god, what the hell just happened, right? And she blames Stephen for this incident. So she, at this point, she's like, um, getting her kids to get ready to the hospital. She's not rushing. She's not calling 911. She's she's getting the kids ready. She's put, she, So Stephen was in his pajamas. She's putting on her his normal clothes and just taking her sweet time. And she, she keeps telling Stephen to tell, like, they ask you why you're at the hospital and you're and you're gonna say that you guys came home from the grocery store and you thought that Stephen had gone to bed but he wasn't and he wanted to help blow dry your Barbie doll's hair and he dropped the blow dryer in the water and that's how and that's what happened so uh Stacy had remembered helping Stephen fall asleep because she had read him a story and nobody was in the bathroom since um everyone was doing whatever they were doing and she was in so much pain that she decided to go with the story so okay so stacy she did end up surviving but ever since that day she did feel really weird because here's here's a little like you're gonna be like what the heck because um for last year or four months before thanksgiving her brother david had died so (laughs) Yeah, so sus. originally Ellen, sus, right? So Ellen, she had three kids, Stacy. Yeah, Ellen, she had three kids, Stacy, David, and Stephen. And David, he had died four months before Thanksgiving, and we'll get more into that. So right now, you're probably thinking Ellen, she's crazy, and she is crazy. So <laughs> the way the that's way a, this works. That's a good assumption. Yeah. <laughs> So the way this happened is that Ellen's, so let's go into our childhood a, bit, a little bit. Ellen's dad, it was John Booker. And John Booker, he moved from Mississippi to St. Louis. This is before Ellen was born. He moved from Mississippi to St. Louis, and St. Louis is where Ellen was born. Because John, he moved because, like, you know, St. Louis at the time, it was the... It was the hot place, okay? It had all the good opportunities. And John was like, you know what? St. Louis is going to be a great change for me. And I should move there. So you're probably thinking, oh, he said goodbye to his family. And he's probably like 20 years old, starting like a new life, right? No. (laughs) John, John had seven children and a wife before he moved. No. Right? Okay, so he, he left in the oh. middle of the night. He left in the middle of the night before saying, like, he didn't even say goodbye. He didn't, like, you know, like, give him a hug or anything. He just left. He went and to get the milk. Yeah. <laughs> he went to get the milk for his seven children. So, you know, John, he, he was an alcoholic, but his kids thought, like, okay... Uh, John, my dad, yeah, he's an alcoholic, yeah, he's a little crazy, but he still loves me, right? He'll come back, right? You know, he'll, he'll be mm-hmm. back with the milk, right? And he does actually come back with the milk. He does come does back with the milk, but we'll get into that. Yeah, he does. I know, right? So he does yeah. come back with the milk. The finally came back His wife? Wow. <laughs> yeah, he does come back. So his first wife... He, um, she never gets married again. Like, she, um, even till the moment that she died, she said she still loved John Booker. I don't know how. That's kind of odd. Um. Why? So, John, he moves to uh, St. Louis. I believe she was crazy. Her name was Susan, and she was, like, crazy with John. I don't know why she never got remarried, but right. she was crazy. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, so John moves to St. Louis, and uh, John gets married to Catherine. Uh, he finds a new girl, basically, and they have Ellen together. So um, John leaves this this family too, um, and Ellen, for that reason, has severe severe daddy issues. Um, so Catherine wasn't really the best, and she left her too. So. <sighs> Ahem. John told Ellen that he was going to go to Mississippi because his ex-wife had died um, to take care of the kids and, you know, say his uh, words at the funeral like and stuff. Like, pay his respects and, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have to um, pay respects. And that, during that, <laughs> <laughs> Ellen, um, Ellen was a sophomore during this, so um, John goes to Mississippi and he never comes back. Wow. He... he he brought the milk, milk back, How though. much milk does he need to get? <laughs> but look, look, look. On the bright side, after 17 years, he did bring the milk back to his first family. So. <laughs> so Ellen's dad. Ellen now, she has, like, daddy issues, okay? Because she, her, her dad left. And when they, and when Catherine and Ellen, they, when they were abandoned, it was like, a shit show for them, okay? It was mm-hmm. terrible for them. And so, you know, they kind of had, like, no guide to what they were doing. And Ellen, since she didn't have since she didn't have anyone to tell her between the right and wrong, because Catherine wasn't the best mother, she, she fell in love oh with God. a man. <laughs> she fell in love with a man in high school, like, near the end of high school when she was about to graduate. She fell in love with her bus driver. Her, Whoa. yeah. <laughs> yeah, the bus driver. The bus driver the was really old. Yeah, it was the love of her life. But the bus driver, he was That's literally uh... old. Just <laughs> no okay. words. Yeah, so the bus driver, he was literally old enough to be Ellen's dad. And, you know, then you might think, okay, fine, yeah, Ellen did, she does love a really old man, but they're gonna, they're gonna get married and, you know, they hopefully have a happy life together, right? No. Paul. So Paul was the bus driver. So that was Ellen's love of... So, that, so Paul was Ellen's love of her life. Okay. And Paul, he had two children. And he was married. Already. Wow. So he's like going... He has two children. They were adopted. He had two daughters. They were adopted. And he also had a wife. And her name was Susan. But But Paul, he was still like, you know... He was still a bus driver, and he was going around picking up other girls. And so, Paul and Ellen, they're like, you know what? Oh, we, lo- we love each other. We should get married really soon. And Ellen, she was about to graduate. So, um, Paul suggests that they get married the moment they graduate, like the next day. But Ellen, mm-hmm. she was like, you know what? Let's slow down there. This is, this is really sudden. I kind of want to, you know, get my life together a little bit before we get married. So Paul's like, you know what, you're right, because I have, I have a family, I should probably get divorced first and, you know, cut off all ties. Yeah. So, yeah, well, a couple years passed. This pass. is the craziest high school drama I've ever heard of. Right? right? Like, <laughs> like this is, okay. this, this is literally everyone cheating on each other, and, um, mm-hmm. So Paul, um, he was 42, and they got married three days before her 20th birthday. So she's not even 20. Um, hmm. So Paul's daughters say that Paul was abusing them. So Susan took it to court. And um, 
he gets he gets sentenced to therapy. So uh, yeah, um, and the kids are now with Susan. So Susan gets her life together. She loses the weight, um, and you know she gets those highlights. She she basically glows up, and um, Paul was toxic, like very toxic, and he was like, oh why didn't you do this for me? Um, like when we were to her ex wife, to his ex wife, yeah. he literally yeah he's literally like, oh why didn't you do this when we were together? You didn't love me and stuff. Just like that's toxicity right there. Yeah, what, and is so there any, Ellen, is there any killing? Is there is there any killing in this story, or is this yes, just like one very there, no, high school there is. No, this isn't even like the middle of a story. This is just a little bit of backstory. So so stay tuned. Trust me, stuff gets wild. Yeah, it gets really wild. Okay, so Ellen's mom, Catherine, she moves in with them because she had nowhere else to go. Um. So and now Ellen has three children's children, ch- mm-hmm. okay children, Stacy, Stephen, and <laughs> gosh, okay Ellen has three children, Stacy, Stephen, and David. Um. So yeah, so Ellen was obsessed with wrestling, like professional wrestling, and she would attend any match and. Yeah, she, like, so, she, Ellen, when I say obsessed, she was obsessed, like, like, she, it was her thing. But okay, the thing like, is, she would only- how, how obsessed. So, you know, like, how I'm obsessed with BTS? That, that, like, <laughs> it was her BTS. Wow, wrestling. she was really obsessed then, wasn't she? <laughs> yes! Like, like, she was even- it was crazy, and she would go- attend any match that was going on. But thing is, she didn't do it. She would only watch matches. And while going to... <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, I guess so. But while going to matches, she ends up meeting another woman, and her name oh, is Deanne. <laughs> okay, I, thought, so... I thought you were going to say another man, I was like, Jesus. No, 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 no. No, it, th- this is a little more okay. normal. So Ellen, she all meets... Right, she meets Deanne, and they they become like best friends because they're both they're both obsessed with wrestling, and they both have husbands. Um, they both have hus- Yeah, they both hate their husbands. Um, but the thing is, yeah. So the thing is, uh, they were both thinking about like you know getting divorced, getting divorced from their husbands because their husbands didn't really care about their passion. They were just kind of there for support, and they kind of stopped coming to the matches they would go to. It ended up only being them too. So they didn't get divorced yet, but um, they're they're both pretty much single because they barely met their husbands, and they're best friends. So Ellen, she was kind of a Karen. She was kind of a Karen, mm-hmm. and she would complain a lot about how she wasn't get, getting paid enough. And then, Ellen, she was like, you know what? I don't get paid enough. I'm going to quit. You know, yeah, I, I okay, want to quit okay. this job. Okay, and the bosses, they were like, okay, yeah, you can leave. They were, like, pretty happy about it. Yeah, so this was a little bit before she <laughs> has David, her third child. So the bosses were like, you know what? Yeah, you have your third child. Congratulations. You can leave now. I don't really care. They were happy about her leaving. And it was just... Like, nobody really liked Ellen at the time. And Deanne and Ellen, they would, they were really crazy with wrestling. but the, With professional wrestling. But thing was, Ellen, she was a little more crazy. Mm-hmm. Um... 
So here's, like, a little insight about how crazy, crazy she was. So she would have these fantasies. Like, she would go to wrestling matches, and she would look at a wrestler, and she'd be like, you see that wrestler? To Dan, she would be like, you see that wrestler over there? The one in the black? You know what? He likes me. I think he yeah, likes he me. He's staring at me. At me. So. Yeah, he looked at me. <laughs> he likes me. And... <laughs> Yeah, she she was having these fantasies, like, every single guy likes her. And, you know, it's normal with, like, one or two celebrity crushes, but she was crazy. She would say that yeah. to almost any cute guy she saw. And the thing is, Ellen, she wasn't, like, attractive attractive. She wasn't extremely pretty. Like, yeah, I get that everyone's pretty in their she own was, way, but Ellen, yeah. She, she was mad. Yeah. Yeah, she was just and eh, just like normal and nobody and no guy would ever look at her and just be like, Wow, I, I love her already. From what I understand, she's pretty good at divorcing husbands. Yeah, she is. Yeah. So Ellen, she she was she wasn't attractive, but she was still obsessed with wrestling. And there was this one wrestler and his name was Ted. And she was so obsessed with him. She would mail him letters and stuff. And Ellen would lie too much. And it was, like, getting bad. So, Diane, being that good friend, and she would be like, yeah, she probably likes you. Like, he, she would hype her up, even though she didn't believe it. Okay, okay, there was this one instance. Um, they really pointed this out to the police when they figured out about the murders. Um, she, they said, um, like, they would be eating lunch at a restaurant, and sub, some cute guy would be across for her, and... And Alan would be like, I know she want, he wanted me to date him. Like, it was, she was, like, in her own world, and it was getting pretty bad. Like, and many people say that she could be insecure, that's why she's saying that. So, Diane had gotten a divorce, and she wanted to, like, glow up. And she got a meal plan and stuff to, like, glow up. She got new clothes. And Ellen was jealous of her because she didn't have kids. She had money for all this. And Ellen would end up copying Diane, and it was pretty intense. Yeah, like, okay, mm. so Dan, so she would call Dan, she'd be like, oh, what are you wearing today? And Dan would be like, oh, I'm wearing blue. And then Ellen, she would show up in all blue. So she was really obsessed with Diane now, and she would copy her. She was still obsessed with wrestlers, though. And mm-hmm. so she would copy her, and... So, it was really intense, and then, around that time, Ellen and Paul, they had their six-year anniversary, and this is, um, like, a little bef- this is a little after David is born, I believe, and Paul, he says, you know what, I have to go, Ellen, I love you, but I have to go to the Veterans Hospital in Texas, and he says- so this is because he actually he says he was in the Vietnam War and he got rashes and he was exposed to like something called Agent Orange and this is true oh. he was actually in the Vietnam War and okay. do you know what wait do you know what Agent Orange is Yeah I actually do Oh okay okay yeah so Agent wait so Agent Orange it was like something terrible that gave rashes stuff right Yeah it was like a chemical and they would go in their like planes and they would like spray it everywhere so that like it would ruin the crops and like the people i guess yeah it's a chemical agent made by the u.s yeah and it was getting poured all over vietnam and so this part was actually true and ellen she told diane everything so she was like oh hey dan did you know that my paul my husband he's going to the he's going to texas for the hospital like the um 
veteran hospital. And uh, Diane was like, "You okay, yeah, that could be true because the story did add up. But my ex-husband, so Diane saying this, my ex-husband had a surgery and I was there and I was allowed to be there. Why aren't you allowed to be with your husband? Yeah. So... Yeah, Ellen's uh, Ellen's like, you know what, you're right, and I'm going to drive to Texas to see if my man Paul is there. Like, <laughs> she drove all the way from St. Louis to Texas to see if Paul was there. So he, so she went there, and Paul, he's not there. She, like, there was no trace of him coming to the hospital. So Ellen's like, okay, what the fork? Did he die on his way? Did he die on his way to Texas? <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm so worried. And then she gets a call, and Paul is having... She gets a call from some other man, and the man is like, You know what, Ellen, is this you? Your husband is having an affair with my wife. (laughs) So, like, what was happening was that Paul, he was still a bus driver. He was still a bus driver picking up other girls. So now, he kind of has, like, a new wife. And my god, Paulo here making his third family. Yeah, and Ellen, <laughs> Ellen, he, she's going crazy because she has to work for for her children alone, and she's a single mom. And Ellen's mom, she was still there. Catherine, she was kind of like an unpaid babysitter for Ellen's children. And Ellen, she she had a really crazy life, and she she did side jobs like delivering pizzas, um, like. D- and she did so many other errands, delivering pizzas, grocery shopping, shopping, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she was having a crazy work schedule. But somehow, somehow, she was able to keep pro wrestling going because that was the only thing that kept her happy. So she was able to keep pro wrestling going and, no, and you know, you'd think you're so busy. You, for a single mom, you'd be like, oh, you're so busy. How do you still have pro wrestling going? But Diane, she didn't think like that. She was she was like, this is her only escape. It's normal, right? So, yeah. Yeah, so um, time comes around, and it's Thanksgiving. So um, so Ellen makes a big meal, and her, her mom and all the kids, they all enjoy it. So after they're, they're done... They're all like, okay, yeah, what should we do now? Like, we want to do something fun. So Ellen takes them to see the Christmas lights, um, like, in downtown. You know how there's Christmas lights? Um, yeah. And they go there, and they have a bomb time together, and it's amazing. So David had fallen asleep in the car, and Ellen was like, oh, my God, now he's going to be full of energy when we get home, and that's literally not what I want. Um <laughs> So they come home and he's awake and all the kids are asleep. So Steve, uh, Stephen and Stacy, they're all sleeping. But David is like jumping off the walls full of energy. And so he's like, oh my god, can I watch TV? And um, he's like, sure, yeah, I watch TV. So Ellen's ironing some clothes and she calmly walks over. And she takes like, you know those uh, couch cushion? Not the one that you put behind your back, like the one that you actually sit on. Oh, yeah. Like the really oh, big it. ones. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. she smother so, the child with it? Yeah, she does. Yes, yes, she, she does exactly it, that. And she puts it on his face. And he fought back for a bit, and she keeps putting more pressure, and then he just stops. So she takes the pillow off, <laughs> and she <laughs> she puts it Jesus. back, and, and she calls up her friend. It's And they just start talking while her dad's son is right by, beside her, and his lips are, like, turning blue. And she's just having a 
um, she's having a regular convo, and then she's um, talking about how David ha- uh, David hasn't been feeling too well, and they're like, okay, maybe it's the turkey, or like, I got him cough medicine from Walgreens, you know, just that casual convo, and then she suddenly goes, oh my god, Dra- David, David, not Draven, David, isn't moving, and now she's like worried, like very worried, so she gets her kids, and she wakes them all up, because they're sleeping, and they're like, we gotta go to the hospital, and she leaves them in the apartment, and goes down for help, so the kids are scared, <clears throat> so the ambulance comes, and Stacy opens the door, like a small little kid opening the door for like a bunch of paramedics, and they do their procedures, like they're doing CPR, and they're like, okay, what if he had like ca- um, cardiac arrest or something? And Ellen comes back calmly after like 15 minutes. She's not even crying or like running around. She's not yelling. She's calm. And she tells the paramedics that he had been sick. And she needs someone to watch her kids. So she calls her friend Sandy. So Sandy isn't even a close friend. It's like some far off friend. She calls Sandy. And Sandy brings her mom. And her mom watches the kids. And Sandy went to the hospital with Ellen. <laughs> so um david is in emergency surgery and they tell the doctors tell her that he might not make it and he says all right i guess i'll go home and sleep so she goes home and she goes to sleep bruh yeah like she doesn't even care about her own child she's like I- i'm a little tired let me just go and take a little nap uh, so a bit tired yeah. of smothering my own child Gotta go take a nap. Yeah, that's exactly exactly how she was. So, you know... My guy, David, got killed for being too energetic. (laughs) (laughs) And so... Yeah, but it was, like, obviously, it was really odd. And the next morning, Diane, she she finds out, and she finds out about this, and Diane, she was, like, an aunt. She was, like their their godmother ellen's godmother type of thing okay because she was a really good friend and stuff and so diane saw how odd it was of how ellen was like completely calm she was like you know what people react to grief differently it's 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 normal it's it's gonna be fine she's just in denial yeah she's in denial so when they get home ellen's like you know what let's start watching wrestling tapes like, bro, your your kid just died, and you're worried about wrestling, and yeah. Ellen. So yeah, Ellen, hey, wanna see, wanna watch some wrestling cri- clips? I saved on the DVD drive. Here, look. <laughs> and Diane just looking at her like, what the fork is wrong with this woman? So yeah, Ellen had taken like a six hour nap at the hospital. So basically, she went home for the night. She came back. And she takes a six-hour nap at the hospital. And Ellen wasn't, like, emotional or anything. So, um, yeah, at this point, they're, like, he's connected to all the machinery and, like, all that stuff. And the doctor's, like, that's the only thing keeping him alive. I don't think he's even alive. Um, they say that's the only thing that's keeping him alive. And, um, she asks, okay, um, Diane, what would you do? And she's, like, well, I'm a grown-up. If I'm living on life support, I guess I would keep it. But if it was my kid, I don't know. Like, she was kind of hesitant about it. And Ellen tells the doctor to turn off the machines. And, yeah. So, at this point, David's, like, really dead. Yeah. And so this is, like, really sus, right? And 
This isn't the only kid who dies. She's not even trying to be subtle. Yeah, she she thought he that she would get away with this. So turn off the life support. He doesn't need. Yeah. It. Yeah, that's exactly what she did. Yeah, but the thing was, it was a real little child, and people people know that people react to grief differently. So that's why she didn't get caught at the time. But you know, we'll get more into it. So now David is dead, and it's Stephen's turn. Her other child. So Stevens, he's like a little older, like a year or two older. And so Ellen, she's outside with Steven, you know, like at Walmart or something, going grocery shopping. And while going home in the car, Steven's like, oh, mommy, mommy, can we please go to David's grade? I miss, I miss him. I want to be with David. So Steven, he was like, I want to be with David. And Ellen grants. Yeah, Ellen grants Stephen his wish, and you'll and you know we'll talk more about it. But it does happen, and so they go to their grave, and you know they just cry a little bit. Oh, so sad. And then when they're driving home, they go home, and Ellen she turns on some Sesame Street for Stephen. She's like, "Okay, Stephen, go and watch this. I'm just gonna you know like do some chores." I feel like Stephen's about to die. <laughs> he does. And the thing is, Ellen, she thought she would get away with this so easily, and she kind of does for the moment. Okay, so, Ellen killed Steven the same way she killed David. She took the sofa couch thing and just put it on him and just waited until he couldn't breathe. So she watched him, and she watched him die, and then when he died, she... So the thing is, Ellen, she lived right next to a medical student, and she lived on the fifth floor, but she goes to the eighth floor, and she goes to the eighth floor and starts like asking everyone like oh i need help i need help oh my child he he's he's dying but for some reason he, she doesn't go to the medical student and then after a bit she stalls time on purpose after a bit she goes back to the fifth floor and bangs the door of the medical student and she's like um i need help my child is dying so the medical student he's He's doing what he can while not, while like the ambulance is coming. Um, the, the medical student he's doing so, some like CPR stuff, and Ellen. So the uh, the ambulance finally comes, and Ellen she says that she doesn't want to get in the ambulance because she wants to go and pick up her mom. Like, bro, it's your child. Why? And. Bro. Yeah, so at this I'm point... I'm still focused on how casually... I'm still focused on how casually you said that. Like, yeah, my child's dying. You think you can help me out? Right? So, like, okay, um, Ellen, she's... So, when something like this happens, everyone is in the lobby and everyone knows what's going on. And people are like, oh, uh, Ellen, calm down. You can go in the ambulance. I'll pick up your mom for you. Like, some people are like that. But Ellen was like, no, it's fine. I'll get my I'll get my mom. Uh, you guys can go in the yeah. ambulance if you want. Like, yeah. What? So, this is, right, okay, so, people are like, okay, it is her mom, you know, uh, it's gonna be fine, yeah, she's tough, but it's fine, right? So, the thing is, Ellen, she doesn't go straight to her mom, she makes some weird phone calls, and she told her neighbor, like, she told her neighbor that they're taking Steve off of life support, like, what, Steve didn't even make it to the hospital yet. Mm Mm-hmm. And she tells different story versions to everyone, and like I'll tell all of them. So yeah, that's how she gets caught. So she tells her neighbor that they're taking Steve off of life support, and then she tells her work that Steve is dying on the couch right now. And then she tells 
Diane that Steve is dead at the hospital. So there are like three different versions going on right now, and yeah, but how does this benefit her? Uh, I don't know why she changes up the story every single time. She just she just did. So she's putting the nail in the med student who helped. Her, yeah, he he made it to the hospital faster than Ellen. Hmm. Yeah, and um. She and Ellen had gone um, back home after getting her mom or whatever, and she had gotten ready. Um, and it looked casual. She looked ready for work, and yeah. The thing is, she she said so to the hospital people. She said that she was getting ready for work, and um, I was getting ready for work, and then Stephen just started. He started being weird, so I brought him to the hospital. But thing is, the hospital people were there were sus because she looked really casual. Like, you know, when you're getting ready for work, you'd start wearing trousers and, like, a nice shirt. But she looked really casual. And it was just, you know, it was weird. In this kind of situation, nobody has time. Oh, let me just put on something comfy real quick before I go to the hospital. But, so the hospital people, there were sus. And that's, a, that's another extra version of the story. So she was telling different story versions to everyone, and I don't know why, but yeah. So while waiting for, like, Steven to, you know, like, while while he was in the stretcher, um, Ellen's mom was like, can you believe it? Ellen was at, well, Ellen was, like, you know, going to Walmart and, like, Taco Bell and stuff, and it was such a normal day. So Ellen's mom knows exactly what happened, except she doesn't know that Ellen killed her own child, but she knows that it was a normal day for Ellen, but Ellen didn't tell that version to anyone. So the, so Ellen's mom tells this to her co-workers, and the co-workers are like, what? She told us something different. And... So, they're already sus. Like, they've been sus way too many times, but people, they always were like, oh, it's just, it's gonna be fine. She's just, um, you know, a little, like, sad about what's everything, about everything that's happening or confused. So, while leaving, Ellen, she bumps into Susan. Susan, oh, Paul's God. first wife. But thing oh, is, God. you know... No, it's it's actually not as bad because sometimes they would have like girl drama like, "Oh, my husband left me for you." But no, they didn't have anything like that. They were they were actually pretty good friends and because you know, they're both like, "How did he leave us?" So they kind of had that connection. So they're both pretty good friends. So while leaving, she bumps in Susan, and Susan's like, what happened? And she's like, the same thing that happened to David happened to Steve, because everyone knew about what happened to David, and Susan's like, what? And they say that there's nothing wrong with him, and it's the same thing in the same house, uh, in the same year that um, Stephen and David, they were both murdered, or killed, or they're dead. Um, And someone knew about the bathtub incident and that was steven so um at this point everyone is sussing her and the hospital so when you go to the hospital with um with little kids they always ask you and they make sure that the, the kid is not being abused somehow at home and so this time ellen was being interviewed by a social worker and she was acting all sus. she couldn't keep her story straight um and one day, so now they need to do a funeral for Steven. So she goes into the lobby and she's like, oh my god, like I found a cheaper funeral home for Steven. And so in the end, she had life uh, insurance for um, her kids. So 
um, she needed to collect the life insurance for um, David and Stephen because now they're gone. So now she has all this money. She buys a new car. And they're like, she's either heartless or like sus. So Deanne's like, um, like, okay, you're not the friend I thought you were. And, um, and there's nothing they could find against her because there was no proof. Um, and then they find about, out about the hairdryer incident and the money and the funeral home, like finding a new funeral home because it's cheaper. Um, she, and Stacy, when they ask Stacy, she's like, no, I love my mom, and, like, it was nothing. And so, and then they start to dig into Ellen's life, and they find, like, really sus things. And the police find out, and they find out that she kept giving different versions of events. So, so Ellen tells Diane that I, I hired an attorney for the case, because now they need to, like, testify in court. Um, so there are a ton of doctors who, um, they perform, like, different tests on, like, psychiatric tests on Ellen, and they find out that, like, yeah, it's homicide. Um, they say that, the police say that they need, they don't have any proof, so they need a confession. So they made a fake task force, and there was, um, they would... And they would come into the police and they would be like, don't look at her. And Friday the 13th, she looks around the room and the police say you wanted insurance money. And she said yes. And she confesses to the murder. Yeah, she confesses everything. Yeah, right? She confesses everything and she, she says everything like, yep, I wanted it for the money. Yep, I did it all. But... The thing is, she kind of still, she kind of blames, like, Stephen for his own death. She's like, okay, but, like, Stephen, he, um, he, he, um, I thought, like, Stephen, he was like, I want to go to David, so, you know, I just did it. Um, she, she isn't really, like, too, you know, That's, um, like, the biggest misunderstanding of the year. Right? She isn't yeah, too... You see David, sure. I mean, he did end up seeing David, I guess. But the I thing is, wish. <laughs> yeah. Um. But the thing is, Ellen, she she kind of didn't care about what she did. Like she knew what she did was wrong, but she kind of didn't care. And I'm getting a call. One second. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Chili, I'm back. Chili, welcome. So, um, she. Where was I at? Yeah, so she kind of didn't care about everything she did. And the only survivor of her children was Stacy. And the reason why Stacy isn't her real name is because she survived and she grew up. And she changed her name. She changed everything. Um, and she... I'm not sure how old she would be right now, but she she's having a normal life right now. She's living right now. And Ellen, she is in jail... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, or, like, in prison. And Stacy, the thing, this is kind of sad, because Stacy, she has depression now. I mean, she might have been over it by now, but she has depression. Like, who wouldn't? This is a really sad story, and, like, she probably knows everything. Yeah, this is really traumatizing. She knows everything that has happened that her mom did and stuff. And, yeah, so that's pretty much the end. Mm-hmm. Huh. Right. Daniel? That, wow. 
Yeah. Yeah, it had a lot of, like, twists. And oh, and yeah. she was really crazy. She, she was just different. Mm-hmm. Because she did all this for money. And the thing is, I like, I know that some women, they kill their husbands for money. They do some weird shit for money. But she literally killed yeah. all... Th- like, she, yeah, she killed two of her children, tried to kill the third one for money, and she thought that she would get away with it so easily. Um, and yeah, it was just, it, this, this whole thing is a pretty big, like, shit show. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was. Jeez. <laughs> Craziest high school drama I've ever listened to. <laughs> I know, right? Okay. Okay, so now check out our website for all our sources and updates and more. And yeah. Um, Shelly, it's your favorite pair of pretty besties, and we are out.